Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Workplace safety is often given a bad rap. Safety professionals like me, politicians, OSHA, and others continually talk about how much more employers can do to improve workplace safety. Yes, too many people die and are injured in the workplace each year, but how much more likely are you to get injured at work than when you're not at work? Let's briefly talk numbers, and if you're not a numbers person, stick with me for a minute and you'll get your answer, and then I'll talk about what you can do to prevent needless injury and death. First, in the United States in 2018, there were approximately 5,250 work-related fatalities, or 100 per week. Workplace injuries numbered 3.5 million. Outside of work in the United States, according to the National Safety Council, there were approximately 162,000 preventable injury deaths and just under 44 million injuries. I'm talking injuries, not heart disease and cancer, which are the two overall leading causes of death. Just injuries like motor vehicle accidents, falls, poisoning, and fires. The same type of injuries you see in the workplace. Using data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics from the 2018 Time Use Survey, on average, a person over the age of 15 in the United States spends 3.57 hours per day working. So, about 15% of an adult's day is spent working. If work is more dangerous than being at home or in public, at least 15% of the fatalities and injuries should be occurring at work. When it comes to fatalities, only 3% of the total injury-related fatalities in the United States are occurring at work, and only 12.5% of non-fatal injuries are occurring at work. So contrary to what you may think, being at work is safer than being at home or in the public. Yes, you are about five times more likely to die outside of work from an injury than at work, and about one and a half times more likely to get injured outside of work than at work. Let's take into consideration that the average person over the age of 15 sleeps 8.82 hours per day. Again, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's rare to have a preventable death or injury while you're sleeping. Now you're nine times more likely to suffer a fatal injury outside of work and three times more likely to be injured outside of work. I repeat, you heard that right. On average, being at work is the safer place to be for a U.S. citizen over the age of 15. What leads to the general conclusion that you're more likely to die at work than outside of work? Well, perception is one factor. Fatalities at work are likely to get media attention, so we're more aware of these deaths, and it's easy to think that the employer should have done more to prevent the incident. When it's an individual who has a non-work-related death, it's less likely to get press, and we're more likely to think that the person did something wrong. From a psychological perspective, we pay more attention to potentially harmful events and exposures when we feel we are subjected to something beyond our control versus what we subject ourselves to willingly. This is so true when it comes to the most common form of transportation, the automobile. Few employers realize that having employees drive as part of their work duties is one of the most dangerous tasks an employee will be asked to do. But yet, of the 5,250 work-related fatalities in 2018, 40% of them were due to motor vehicle accidents. Maybe you thought that violence was the leading cause of death in the workplace. Workplace homicides account for just under 9% of workplace deaths. Again, you're more likely to hear about a workplace shooting than a fatal work-related traffic accident. So what leads to all these non-work-related deaths? Is it motor vehicle accidents? Motor vehicle accidents account for 25% of all injury deaths outside of work 
and they were the leading cause of preventable death in the United States until 2013 when they were overtaken by poisonings. Poisonings now represent 36% of all preventable deaths outside of work. These are deaths from drug overdoses, medicines, gases such as carbon monoxide, and other solid and liquid substances. As an employer or concerned safety practitioner, what should you do? First of all, don't stop focusing on workplace safety. Yes, on average, you're safer being at work than being at home or in the public, but don't be lulled into thinking that you can take your eyes off of workplace safety. The safety of your employees and the financial impact on your company are too important to let workplace safety slip. While keeping focused on workplace safety, think about the steps you can take to help your employees avoid non-work-related deaths and injuries. Many of the same topics you talk about in the workplace apply outside of work, including falls from ladders, motor vehicle accidents, defensive and distracted driving, and fire safety. What types of employee programs do you have in place? Are employees aware of them? For example, if you have an employee assistance program, do you remind employees each year of the program and what you can do to assist them in times of need, especially if they are suffering from drug and alcohol dependencies? Do you have a drug testing program? Some workplaces are mandated by law to implement drug testing, such as trucking firms, but most employers have no legal obligation to do so. A drug testing program can help you identify employees who may have an addiction problem so they can seek treatment if they so choose. Research shows that employees who have drug abuse problems have a higher rate of turnover, lower productivity, and higher absences. It is estimated that in the United States each year, lost productivity and increased absenteeism cost business $25 billion due to drug abuse. If you decide to implement drug testing, please seek legal advice so you understand your rights and responsibilities. An attorney can also explain how a drug testing program could impact your workers' compensation benefits in your state. I don't want you to finish up listening to this podcast focused on drug testing. If you truly want to make the world a safer place, take the time to work with your employees to address the hazards they face off the job. Maybe create a campaign focused on distracted driving or educational sessions on the impact of drugs and alcohol. There may be an organization in your community that could talk about handling stress or another that could talk about the hazards of vaping. These off-the-job hazards for an average person make being in public and in their home more unsafe than being at work. These hazards are what may prevent them from making it to work and being a productive member of your organization, an organization that relies upon its employees to sustain its existence. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, create a safer workplace and email me if you have any questions or suggestions.